This is not an offering to sell a franchise. Franchise offerings are made through the franchise disclosure document. Ask for details. Don't waste your time barking up the wrong tree. Fetch the perfect franchise opportunity with Pet Supplies Plus. Named the number one pet franchise by Entrepreneur Magazine for eight years running. Invest in a top dog and enjoy a 2.4 million AUV as a franchise owner. Get your paws on a rewarding franchise opportunity in a billion dollar industry by visiting PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. That's PetSuppliesPlusFranchising.com. Welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert and an intrinsic coach, and we will be talking for the next, oh, 90 minutes. I'm really glad I looked. For the next 90 minutes, maybe less. I don't think more, but maybe less. It all depends on what's going on. So, um, yeah, guys, welcome to the show. Today we're talking about can I experience more abundance in my life. Now, my co-host is Olivia Lashley. She is an expressions coach and artist, and and that's an intrinsic expressions coach and artist. And she's coming to you live from London in the UK. Woohoo! Olivia! Hello. <laughs> Hello, Olivia. <laughs> Hi, Wendy. How are you? <laughs> May I write? <laughs> now, how are you, darling? How are you doing? No, I'm right. good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. 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 Has tricks in your neck of the woods? Yeah. Same old, same old. Yeah. How it goes, Wendy. You know how it goes. So, how are you? One foot in front of the other. No, good, love. Good. All's well in my world, as it were. All's well in my world, you know. Um, sometimes that's the choice you have to make, you know. Uh, so, no, all's, all's well in my world. All's well in my world. Um, it's really nice here. Actually, it's unseasonably warm here, you know. Because um, by now it's really started cooling off. But I think like yesterday or whatever, the day before, it was like 90 or something. I was like, wow, you know. How's it for you? I didn't hear what you said because I blocked my ears because I just wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is rude. Mum yeah. never told you that's rude. <laughs> it's um, actually like today it was sunny all it day. It was, actually, it, it was a yeah, it was it was it wasn't a bad day, but um, it's definitely getting colder. There's no two ways about that because I think I went out on Monday, and it wasn't it wasn't cold cold, but it's definitely getting there. You can feel this a nip in the air. Mm. Yeah, because that's what I've been saying. See, you can feel, you can feel the nip in the air, and he just keeps looking at me. <laughs> he does. He just, he just looks at me like, uh, all right, when, whatever. If you, if okay, darling, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> I must look a little crazy or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But no, so so far, you know, so far so good. You know, so far so good. Um. 
yesterday you you had sent me uh two links and um the first the first link and this this was about energy and water um you know and the resonance our resonance mm. the fact that we resonate at 7.38 hertz and that um life or this planet that's that's the resonance or the vibrational frequency, I don't know, because it sounds, I would say, resonant. But um, that's the vibrational frequency. So I looked at that, but the rest of it was a bit like, mm-hmm. some of it was a bit a bit dry. But that, that was really interesting because I, yeah. I didn't realize that, you know, if you, if you split um, DNA up and there's no resonance to go with it, it's not going to do anything. But even if you split DNA up and you have it in water, might I add, um, and that you you add that frequency, that those hertz, that 7.38 hertz to it, it will do what it needs to do and reproduce itself. Mm-hmm. And, and then so I was I was really. Yeah, that's that's the bit that got me. That's why I sent it to you because I thought, wow. And then he was saying, and if you take the DNA strands out of the water, um. The, 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 even the though you've taken them out, they continue. Other DNA strands will grow in that water because water. Um, because the, because it yeah as it, because it contains the memory of the ones that you've taken out, which I thought was really really interesting. See, in in aromatherapy, when I was uh, uh, you know in school for aromatherapy, that's one of the things that we were taught that. Um, Essential oils, they grow, they just grow in, mm-hmm. in, in the water. Mm-hmm. You know, the, 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 water, the water just magnifies it, which is why if you get an essential oil in your eye, they tell you use milk or use mm-hmm. oil to get mm-hmm. it out because mm-hmm. it will it, it, it dissolve in, in oil. It doesn't dissolve in water. It just gets bigger. It yeah. just grows. Yeah. Yeah. So you know those, those sort of things that I I found I find fascinating, mm. really really fascinating. You know because mm. as we have done, and although this show isn't in about this, it you know we're talking about abundance, but in that regard, <clears throat> we have done a show on water. And that water really does hold memory. And at the end of the day, if we are seventy-five to eighty-five percent water, depending on who you're looking, who who you're listening to, and/or your age, um, that too is a factor. Um, that's a lot of water to say that we have a uh, memory memory um, that can continue doing what it needs to do if we actually don't change our state of mind, which is a frequency which mm. is a resonance. And mm. so, uh, again, it just sort of brought that home. It just brought that mm. home to me. Mm-hmm. It just brought that home. You know? So that, that was really interesting. But thanks for that, darling. And, of course, mm. I've seen the one with Dr. Bruce Lipton. I've seen, I've seen that one with Dr. Bruce oh, okay. Lipton. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one before. No, no, I've, seen, no I've seen that one with him. So like that. And uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, just as an FYI, he's out there and he talks about... Um, the power of your thoughts and or your mind, if you will, to to heal, that you actually influence 
your condition and your condition doesn't influence you, i.e., unless you choose it. But you, through the power of your mind and thought, you can get to influence any condition that you have. And that's physical and anything that's materializing for you. One of the things I found really interesting was when he was saying about, like, the conscious mind. You know, you have mm-hmm. your uh, you have your conscious mind, which is sort of like um, just be, just be, just behind your forehead, and you have your unconscious mind, and um, the the oh gosh, how do I say this? <laughs> I I just thought it was interesting that um, because you know, like uh, like spiritual texts, they usually say you go within, you go within to pray, mm-hmm. you go within mm-hmm. to you you mm-hmm. go within to ask. And what he was saying, because you remember when we did that the the eight long, long time ago, we did a program on um like uh, um the conscious the, the 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 purpose of the conscious and the subconscious yes. mind. Yeah, that, and I was kinda like that was when we first started. Yeah. yeah. And I was kinda like saying that the the subconscious mind sort of like does the Don, donkey work to say you know to, yes. to bring into fruition whatever it is that you, you know that you want to you want to have and mm-hmm. uh, when I was looking at that it really hit home because it was like well okay because I said to myself okay because even now even now I know that you know I've known that mm-hmm. but I still when I think about you know if I'm okay I believe in universal consciousness I, I don't particularly uh, gravitate to a particular deity or anything but I mean uh, you know, and 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 I'm when I even when I'm sort of like uh, communic- communicating with that, I'm still sort of like going thinking outside of myself. Of course, you know, uh, of course, you know. Yes. And I'm thinking, of well, like today, I was saying, like yesterday when I saw that, I was saying, Olivia, that you you're doing it totally the wrong way around. You know, you of have course. to do it inside of yourself. You have to think about that whatever that is inside of you, not outside of you. So that that for me Actually, that's what hit home in that. It it's funny it's funny you should say that because one of the things that I had been thinking about and you, you just saying this has has actually solidified because I, I want to do a show on, on prayer. And a lot of times, you know, Liv, there are things that come up and I don't do it because um sometimes it's a tad controversial and mm-hmm. not only that, I, I, I don't always have the, the words to put it across the mm-hmm. way in which I want to, or put it across what I consider to be effectively. Mm-hmm. But you, mm-hmm. you saying that, because it's true, it, even, even for myself, with, with all the knowledge, guys, that mm-hmm. I have, and I have knowledge, and all the knowledge mm-hmm. that I have attained through knowledge, through, um, uh, uh, through meditation, just like you with, you know, the the, the donkey work and the, and the subconscious mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. whole show, that was mm-hmm. done through you, information being given to you mm-hmm. through insight. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything that you had read, but mm-hmm. it was accurate information and it is accurate information. So what I was going to say was, like, very much like you, sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, oh, when uh, you just bloody did that the wrong way, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you you're going from the outside in. You need yeah. to go from the inside yeah. out. So that that's definitely a show I think in the making. Um, definitely a show in the making. Definitely a show in the making because I think that the crooks of what's happening to many people, in addition to 
them not experiencing the abundance that they want in life is predicated on things like this. I agree. That kind agree of understanding, they're, they're nuances. Mm, mm, they're, they're nuances. Mm, and, mm. and because we've been doing X, Y, Z this way for so long, it's a mm. habit. But yeah, habits are yeah. something that can be changed because a habit is something that you have formed. Habits are something that can be Learned. changed. Yeah. yeah. You know? So that 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 being said, um, can I experience more abundance in my life? Yes, most assuredly you can. Uh, this question is that this this is a question that many people ask themselves. Can my life be more abundant? Typically, typically when people speak about abundance, they associate it with money and the things that money can bring. And this, this is also a fact. Most metaphysical slash spiritual teachings come from that perspective. So the thing is out there for you to experience abundance, you must have money. Now, affluence is the money, monetary segment of the abundance wheel. But in no means, by no means, is that the greatest portion. And this is where people get stuck. And they get stuck because they don't realize that abundance isn't just about money. They don't realize that abundance is all things that matter to us and to you. And we don't realize that, um, we don't realize that things matter until we don't eat, until we don't have them, until we don't have them. And I'm going to hit that in just a minute. The dictionary, dictionary.com, you know, I, I wonder how many times a day they're quoted. Dictionary.com states that the word abundant means extremely plentiful, copious amounts, and I, I put that in there. They, they had copious something or another, but copious amounts, lots and lots, loads and loads, um, dictionary.com says it means extremely plentiful. You have more than enough, i.e. your cup runneth over. You have, as, as, as it says, you know, um, the universal, the, no, God will pour out a blessing unto you that your, the barns that you own, like, you know, the farmyard barns and all that sort of stuff, the bonds that you have won't be able to hold it. That's how much you'll have. This is the kind of abundance. Um, you know, there's cattle on the hill and every one of them is yours. That's the kind of abundance. Plenty, 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 plenty. Um, let's see, your, your supply, da, 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 da. Okay. Dictionary.com states, because I've got off on tangent here, dictionary.com uh, states that the word abundance means extremely plentiful, copious amount. It is also an infinite, infinite energetic supply to which we all have an account. We all have a debit card or a cash point card. We all have a checkbook. We all have access to this infinite account with an infinite supply that has our name on it. So do you know what you want to do 
in life. Excuse me. Do you know what um do you know what you want to do so your life can be more abundant? Do you know how to use your debit card, your checkbook, your account so that you can literally write your universal check invoice or whatever you want to call it so that you can have what you want. Guys, do you know how to do this? Well, that's something that we're going to look at over the next um, hour and 15 minutes. That's something that we're going to look at. But one of the things that I want to just back up on and and leave, um, if you feel so inclined to share, um, is simply this. Abundance. Abundance, as I said, is something that people look at and they think about money and they think about abundance as things that money can bring. As I actually thought about this show, and, you know, I was thinking about this show, I think Monday or something, and I was driving somewhere and I was thinking about the show. And I reminded myself that there was a time when money really had no meaning to me because what was going on in my life trumped that. I couldn't have cared less about money, and I truly mean that at that time. Let me phrase it this way, at that time. You see, what I wanted at that time was to be able to hold food down so my body and soul would stay together. I wanted to be able to walk again with the possibility of being able to run. I wanted to be able to see, have vision, to see, to see things without it being hazy. I wanted not to look like skin and bones, which I don't now. I wanted to look not like skin and bones. I wanted to feel the energetic presence of life flowing through me, making me feel vital. So I had vitality. I wanted to go to sleep without the fear of not waking up. But most of all, guys, what I wanted to be able to do was to breathe without gasping for air. And I'm talking literally. I'm not talking about hypothetically, literally. At that moment or that time in my life, money didn't mean nothing to me. It meant absolutely nothing. What I wanted in life, was the ability to live and all the things that I mentioned and more, to laugh without coughing my guts out. I wanted to live abundantly. Abundance is having copious amounts. Abundance is about having plentiful amounts. Abundance is about having loads and loads and loads. It, it cannot fill your stores. It's about having copious amounts of what you need and what you desire and what you want. It's vitally important to understand that. It's not about just one thing. Would you agree, Liz? Yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. I I think a lot of time people think that um to have abundance is to like be greedy. And it's, and that's true too. I, and I don't think, <clears throat> sorry, I don't think it's possible to have too much, because invariably mm-hmm. um, you'll get you'll get what you need plus more. And if that is your definition of abundance, 
because the, the majority of people say, oh, it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's something in abundance, but it's, um, there's a finality to it. There's a finite point that we'd say, okay, well, you know, yeah, that's kind of like enough. Because most people, if you say, okay, well, if you could have as much money as you wanted, how much would you have? The majority of people wouldn't say, I want all of it. They wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. They give a def- definition of how much they want. So most people have, mm-hmm. um, they are aware of uh, what they believe to be their abundance, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what? So it's not. It's not about greed. It's about, in many ways, like uh, what you what you were pertaining to. It's is it about what's having that, that is yours. It's yours by divine right yes. because. It, yes. it has to be yours by divine right because you think it. As it's a man come think on, it. Baby. <laughs> yeah. So is so, he. Um, yeah. 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 You know the the um I, and actually I'll I'll address this. I, I was going to address it later, but you you've brought it up. Abundance isn't about greed, and mm. many times we will stop the the flow. Ah, guys, it's about understanding. Okay, abundance isn't about greed. Abundance isn't about um, a tit for tat. You see, when when we when we think in those terms, when we think about abundance as being, you know, uh, oh, I shouldn't have too much. You know, like like ah, talking to the ladies at Shade Tree. You know, this was uh, a year and a, a couple of years ago, and talking to a group there. I've been speaking actually about abundance and things of such. And I was getting ready to go and sign out because you've got to sign in and sign out. I was getting ready to go and sign out. And I was going back through the parking lot to my car. And one of the, one of the residents, she came up to me and she, she, she literally, she grabbed my hand. And she said, I want uh, whatever it was. It was a car and something, blah, 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 blah. And she looked me in my eye and she said, is that too much? And I looked at her, Liz, and I had to, for, if you're West Indian, you'd understand this. I had to jest back. I jest back, i.e. I moved back, but it's more than that. I jest back and I looked at her and I said, and I put my hand on top of hers, and I said, oh, no, darling, that's not enough. And with abundance, this is the shortfall where many people, or this is, this is the shortfall that many people experience. You're not doing enough. You're putting yourself in a box, and you're putting yourself in a tiny box. Many people feel that if, if they have, and this is, this is, and I call this the powers to be, that have um, done a psychological job on people, they feel that, you know, if they have this amount of money or they have this amount of that, I'm going to use money, they have this amount of money that they're going to have to sacrifice something. They're going to have to sacrifice something, and sacrifice isn't the correct word. We're going to talk about exchange in a little bit, but sacrifice isn't the the correct word. Sacrifice is giving up of self, something that you don't want to give up in order to get something that you want. That's not how this works, guys. So that 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 being said, that being said, the universal law of abundance invokes the physical side 
of your mental state of being. The universal law or this law of abundance simply states that you can have as much as you want or as little as you want. Abundance is sometimes, and I call this erroneously, it's wrongly. So abundance is sometimes erroneously grouped with success. And you know, guys, I can see why. Can you see why it's like it's grouped with success? Because people view their, their successes and or failures by the achievement that they have, by, by the achievement of their desired goals and the things mm-hmm. that they have collected, you know, the you know, the traffic, the, the toys, the car, the this, the that, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, the body. You know, they, they, they go with the outward trapping. They go with the outward trapping. Uh-oh. Right, they go with the, the outward trapping. And i.e., there is a universal law of success. And what this means is the universal law of success simply means this that you have achieved the desired goal, the desired goal that you saw, you've seen, that you created in your imagination and you visualized. And through that visualization and all the inspired action, the divine action that you've taken, it has come to fruition and it's manifested. That's what success means. You have succeeded in your visualization coming into manifestation. So guys, for me, it's really important that you do not confuse the two because each has a totally different function. So if you are looking at abundance from the eyes of success, then you're not going to get what you want. You may succeed, but you may not succeed abundantly. Does that make sense, Liv? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So you may succeed, but you might not succeed abundantly. You know, or that being said, you may succeed and abundance to you might, might literally mean, um, well, no, I won't go there. That's a whole different ball game. All right. So the confusion of these two nuances is really where I feel that people go radically wrong and are experiencing what they don't want in life because they're giving mixed signals. They're putting mixed signals out there. And as a result, things are being blocked and or stopped, i.e., mm. if you're thinking of abundance in, in the form of success, what you're doing is you're throwing two things out there. And the thing that you have the most energy attached to, which most probably is success, is the thing that is going to materialize. And or it's going to block the abundance. And or abundance is going to block the success. Abundance and success are two different energetic energetic streams. Yet people look at, but ironically, people don't look at success for the most part. People don't look at success as abundance. They look at it as success. They look at it as, as succeeding. But they look at abundance as both. And so it's about flipping the, the script and understanding these nuances so that you can move forward in your life. You know, and just, just let, me, let me just say this. You know, guys, this show is really about bringing clarity as I see it and as Olivia sees it. 
or at least our version of clarity. The name of the game is you take this information if you want to, if you don't. You do your due diligence if you want to, if you don't. And you figure out if this information can mesh with what you know to be true for yourself. You take bits and you add it to. You, 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 you take bits off and you add it to. You take the whole cachet and you add it to. But you have to do for you. So when you think of abundance, you know, what's the first thing that comes? And guys, I'm throwing this out there to you. So I'm asking you, when you think of abundance, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, as we've stated, you know, before, most people, and for most people, it's money. And ironically, it's plenty of money. You see, abundance is about having plenty in your life. Now, depending on um, on you, that can be plenty of heartache. It can be plenty of pain. It can be plenty of lack. Or it can be plenty of um, money. It can be plenty of joy. It can be plenty of, of um, uh, happiness. Abundance can be lack of health. And plenty of, of it. Plenty of illnesses, diseases and disorders. And I know that we all know people who it seems like, good God almighty, can they really have another thing go wrong with their health? And or, good God almighty, can they really have another thing go wrong in their relationship? Good God almighty, can they really have something else go wrong with their finances? You know, and so this is abundance. The universal law of abundance works actually in close proximity um, with the universal law of opposites. And the universal law of opposites, opposites actually speaks of extremes in life. And we need extremes in life. They, pre- they provide contrasts and parallels or contrasting measurements to show us that we have moved in a particular direction and how far. You see, without having opposites, there's no markers. And if you don't have any markers, you won't actually know. So things need to unfold in your life. Abundance, once again, works really closely with this, in close proximity with opposites. Because abundance by itself, really and truly, it couldn't care less whether you want um, lack and limitation or money and unlimitedness, if that's the word. It couldn't care less. What the universal law of abundance really cares about is you recognizing that whatever you attach to this, to this law, to this prayer, it's going to give you plenty of it. See, you may have wealth in abundance and yet your health is in serious decline. You may look like a fashion, you know, a fashion runway model. You may have the body 
the high-end brand name stating your worth, and yet you have no one. There is no relationship of substance in your life. You have no real friends, no people who really care about you because you, you know this by the majority of the holidays that's usually spent with friends and family. You're alone by yourself. Nobody asks you. You see, both of these, both of these scenarios, they are illustrating abundance, guys. You see, the universal law, the universal laws, and I don't care which one it is, the universal laws, whether it be choice, whether it be forgiveness, whether it be love, whether, I don't care what it is, abundance, whether it be discipline, the universal laws are not emotionally attached to people, places, and things the way in which we are. The universal laws have one mission and one mission only. And that mission is designed to assist and support you in getting what you want in life. The universal laws could not care less about what you're emoting or the emotional outpouring, uh, you know, that, that, you, that you're doing, nor do they care how the situation actually makes you feel. The universal laws only care about and deal with what you are going to do or wanting to do next so that you can manifest the thing that you say that you want. And this is so important, guys. This is so important. Your life is about what you are wanting. Your divine right is to have what you are wanting in abundance. So if your mindset, if your state of being, if your state of mind is in a, uh, um, uh, in a place of lack, well, guess what? The universal law of abundance couldn't care less about why it's there and all the warm and fuzzy and the hot pull strings and everything that we do, we cry and all this, they couldn't care less. It will do what it does best. It will supply you in abundance with that which you have said you want and that which you've said that you needed or need. You see, why what has happened in your life isn't even a factor when it comes down to the universal laws. You see, a lot of times people think, that the universal creator known to me as God, the universal deity known to me as God, the universal architect known to me as God, the God within me, really isn't attached to all this emotional stuff. Because the universal creator knows that once something has happened, it cannot be undone. It can't be undone. No matter what you do, you cannot undo it once it's done. You know, and I've said this on the show before, you can't put a baby back into the womb once it's been born. You can't. You can't put a banana back into its skin once you've taken it out. You can't put a spent bullet back into a gun. And one which I think is really, really important, 
You can't take your words back once they have been said, and your words will not return to you void. This is how your life is built. Your life is built upon your words. Your words communicate what you see inside your mind. So guys, recognize that the universal laws, I've got something under my contact. The universal laws cannot, cannot be emotional. Imagine, imagine if that which assists us, assists us in um, the getting of what we want, mercurial as up and down as we are with our emotions. Do you know, Liz, can, can you see how, how this, what a travesty. <laughs> what a tra- it, it, it would be crazy. Yeah, it would, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, because as, think... as I say, free... Go ahead. I was, no, I, ahead, I was go. just going to say, I think it's imperative um, that um, if you believe in a deity or universal consciousness doesn't have the emotions that we have. Because, I mean, if you think about sort of like the internal dialogue that we have going on inside our head most of the time, which is, you know, it it stems from our consciousness. It stems from our conscious mind, our conscious awareness, you know, how much conflict that causes within us. So if we also, so if also our um, subconscious mind was doing that as well, then, you know, it would be bedlam. It would be bedlam inside our head. It would. It It would be crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. So a portion of us has to be grounded <laughs> and mm. with it, you know? Mm. And again, mm. the universal law of polarity, the universal law of opposites. It has to be. Otherwise, it just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't work. What would be the point? What would be the point? So, guys, it's vitally important to understand and stop looking at the universal laws, if you will, as if they are emotionally in sync with you, not like they're your body and stuff like that. See them for what they are and for their purpose. And their purpose is to assist you in manifesting what it is that you want in your life. So can you experience more abundance in your life? Yeah. But here's the kicker. Number one, you need to know what you want. Number two, you need to understand that because you're wealthy here, you might experience a deficit over over there. And wherever you're experiencing the deficit, i.e., you may be wealthy. I mean, as wealthy as all get out, but you're, you're experiencing serious health decline. Well, you see, where you need to focus on what you want want in your life is or the answer to creating as much balance, because balance, we're always looking for balance, always striving for that, That's the, or striving to find the center point or being in the center point. So where you want to look at is the serious health decline, the answer to your solution would be looking at the serious health decline. And then you can, if you're looking for an abundant life, if you're looking for an abundant life, then, yeah, you'd have that. 
you'd be able to achieve that. You see, abundance isn't only about um, wealth. It's about your relationship. It's about your health. It's about um, you being um, productive. It's about your creativity. It's about, uh, let me see, it's about all facets of your life. It's about everything. It's, it's absolutely about everything in your life. So, guys, when you, when you think about abundance, once again, and I'm going to talk about money in just a hot second, but when you, when you think about uh, abundance, recognize that it hits every facet of your life. It's about, as again, your creativity, your health, your intuition, your life's purpose, your partnerships. It's about your self-perception, how you see yourself. It's about your self-worth. It's about your spiritual life. It's about you and your center point. It's about the inner you and, and being integrated and having this integration. Abundance is about everything in your life and you can have everything you want in life everything and you can have serious amounts of it energy vitality joy happiness peace love forgiveness you name it you can have it abundantly but as you heard me say you name it you name it and claim it You have to do this. This is how you use your your universal debit card. This is how you use your account. This is how you write the universal check. It's not about money, and that's something that they've put out there. You know, you, 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 you can write this check for money, but what people don't understand is sometimes in order to get to the money, you need to take care of your health issues first. Sometimes in order to experience what it is that you want to experience financially, there are other things that you need to do. You know, out there, and I say this, most people out there say yes to things when in reality they should have said no. And as a result, our inner truth the subconscious side of self that is the balanced side, the rational side, the side where, you know, I I would say their, their feet are planted firmly on the ground. That side of us tries to establish balance by creating a situation via the universal laws, might I add, create a situation where things go wrong. I mean, it, it's, just cra- it, it, it's just crap. It's just gone all wrong. But the reality is we are showing ourselves a pathway or pathways that we can take to get to where it is our inner truth has, um, I wouldn't say told us, our inner truth knows where we want to be. So does that make sense, Liv? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, it does, Wendy. It does. I don't have anything to add at okay. the moment. Okay, love. All right. So saying yes when in reality 
we should have said no? That's one of the biggest, biggest boo-boos people do. It's huge. Absolutely huge. So if you want to start experiencing more abundance in your life, you see, because when you say um, yes, when you should have said no, what you have done is you've created more of that in your life. When you create more of that in your life, that's the universal law of abundance giving you plenty. So you've said yes where you should have said no. And so your life is being built upon this. And as a result, things just, they just don't go right. You don't even feel right. Blah, 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 blah. And or for you, it, go ahead, love. But I also think in saying yes, when you say mean no or say no, and you mean when you wanted to say yes, um, it thwarts what you've been asking for. Because the whole point of whatever you're going through is to get you to where it is that you want to be. So, you know, if if in, if instinctively your thing is to say no, then that's all part of the process. You feel it instinctively because it's linked to what it is and where it where it is that you want to be or where it is that you want to go. When you say when you want to say when instinctively you want to say no but you say yes, it takes you on a different path. It, doesn't, it takes you away from where it is that you're actually, what you're trying to achieve. It, it has a detrimental effect. And, and I think on, really on a emotional and a spiritual level, when we say yes, when we want to say no, we know how it feels. We're, we're con- we are, I think if we're not consciously aware, we're subconsciously aware of how it feels. We know it's wrong. We know it's wrong to ourselves, and we know it's wrong for the other person also, because they're on their path as well, right? And um, to be intrinsically truthful, um, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I would say most people are in in the in our lives is that because of that relationship there's something that we um we give to each other it's a give and take relationship and i think like being intrinsically honest is 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 vitally important that you 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 not only help yourself but you're also assisting the other person in their spiritual path as well in their spiritual mm-hmm. awakening mm-hmm you know, whatever it is they want to do, whatever, whatever they're trying to achieve. In saying what you, you think intrinsically, you help yourself and you help them. And that's, that guy's in fact. If you show up authentically, it really does give me permission to do the same. Mm-hmm. It, re- it really does. It really does. Because um, the, the, the the other thing is, you know, if you if you say yes when you want to say no, if the other person sort of like goes off, you know, uh, they're annoyed at you because of that. That okay, that's going to happen. Any that that's going to happen. But one, if you really don't want to do something, if they respect you as a person, and you don't want to do something, they actually. Really, okay. They can, you you can't control the, the the reaction that they're going to have, but okay, they may have that that they may be annoyed initially, but at some point they have to come to the realization, understanding, and the respect for you, 
for the fact that you actually are doing what it is that you need to do. Because in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a subconscious way, they know, they know that you needed to say no for them to actually do what it is that they need to do in their life. And sometimes that yes, no reversal thing is a way for the other person not to do what it is that they think they what they feel they, they should be doing. Yeah, yeah, it's re- it's really important. Actually, we've done a show on that saying yes when you mean no. We we've done a, we've definitely done a show on that one of our previous uh, previous uh, podcasts. Um, so guys, it's it's really important. You, you, you see, all of this, all of this. Can I experience more abundance in my life? It's about you being able to take an objective look at your life. It's not about you judging you. It's not about you uh, becoming emotionally um, charged as you look at your life. It's about you looking at your life and being as emotionally um, detached as you possibly can. It's about being, and, and that, that's really, it's about you being honest. So you're taking an honest and authentic look at your life. And it's about ownership. It's about owning what's gone on for you. And recognizing if you weren't there doing what you were doing, this wouldn't have gone on for you. Now, as I always say, and I'll preface this um, by saying that it doesn't make what's gone on for you right or what's happened to you right. And in no way is Olivia and or myself condoning anything that has happened to you, your family, and or your person. But what I am saying is simply this. Whatever has occurred in your life, and if it has happened to you, there is something that you did, and I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. What I'm saying is something puts you in those crosshairs. And it's important to own your life. You see, because if you don't own your life, Somebody will own it for you. The energy isn't just there hanging out. And we are all energetic beings. And so energy just isn't hanging out. Energy has been designed to be used. And people who are using energy are the ones who will take your energy, because energy has been designed to use, they'll take your energy and use it for what they want. As Olivia had done a show on energy vampires. So if you're not using your energy and somebody else has need of energy, they're going to use yours. So it's vitally well, they're not, important. They're not, they're not going to use yours. You're actually going to give it to them. They give can't it. use yeah, there you energy, go. but you're going to give it to them. It's just like the yes-no thing that I was talking about a minute ago. Um, you know, you, you hear these people, you know, they so will take relationship, you know, they've been together for however long, uh, say like 30 years, and then all of a sudden someone turns around and says, I'm done, I've had enough, I want a divorce. You know, I'm all used up, mm-hmm. right? And, that, and exactly. that's, a classic, that's a classic example of... Uh, they, they've had enough of sort of like um, the other person or allowing the, well, uh, yeah, actually giving the other person their energy. There you go. Because the other person doesn't go. take it. You have there to give go. it. There you go. And, um, and that, that actually, that's a really good analogy, Liz, because that happens a lot. Mm, and people does. are like, WTF, what happened? I thought mm. you guys were happy. Mm. Well, I'm not happy anymore. 
or mm. not so much or wh- whatever. Mm. You know, this this is why it's so important to communicate. It's so important to communicate and communicate authentically. You have to communicate truthfully. You have to communicate truthfully. Otherwise, that's the sort of scenario that, that crops up. You know, even, even to yourself, it might be like, whoa, you know, you know, you, I'm just so done. Well, what do you mean you're done? Uh, no, I won't do this anymore. Why? Because I'm tired of doing it this way. I just want to be me. <laughs> you know, that, that, that sort of thing. Um, money. Let, let's talk about money for a hot, hot second. Money is something that is really is inert. Money couldn't care less whether you're happy, sad, whether you're evil, whether you're angelic. Money cares less. Money is and understands its purpose. Money is and it understands its purpose. Money is a form of energetic exchange that can take place on a conscious level that will give you something that has arisen in your subconscious and or, I'll go this way, something that has arisen as a visualization that you want. Money is a form of communication. It communicates in the physical what it is that you want from an intangible perspective. So let me just break that down. The thing that you say that you want, the thing that you have in your mind, the house, the car, I don't know, the the nail polish, I don't care what it is, you know, the thing that you have in your mind that you want, the new iPhone 8, you know, that you have in your mind, money allows that, which has already manifested on some plane or another, money allows you to bring that manifestation into your life. Money is a universal law by itself. Money is a law that allows you to manifest what you want in life in this moment. In this moment. And it's usually predicated on whatever you're wanting already having come into the physical. So does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, partially. I'm sorry because I was was writing, so I was kind of... Oh, you're writing. Okay. All right. Okay, all right, not, not, not to worry. Money um, is subject to the universal law of abundance. Again, money by itself is inert. Money is subject to the universal law of abundance, just like everything else, happiness, forgiveness, joy, hate, anger, what, what have you. So if you want more money in your life, You truly have to be in that state of mind 
So it can become a state of being for you. Money, excuse me, the universal law of abundance happily supports your state of mind. It supports your state of mind. So money in itself, it has no power. Just like um, a knife or, or, or a gun or an axe, it has no power until such time an intention is placed on it. So what is your intention for money? What is your intention? See, again, abundance cares less whether or not you decide whether you want a lot of money or not a lot of money. Abundance will do this for you. Because, guys, you can be abundantly poor. You can be abundantly ill. You can be abundantly lonely. Understand the universal law of abundance cares not what it is. It cares about giving you plenty of it. Were you going to say something, darling? No. No, I wasn't, actually. I wasn't. Okay. But, no, I mean, I agree with you 100% because, um, as I said, you know, the... the all the universal laws but as we're talking about abundance and whatever um spiritual or deity that you that that you would link to abundance um as you said they it doesn't actually care about your emotional state it only cares Mm. about what you want because that's that's the purpose. It's its purpose is to give you what you want. So your emotional state is is irrelevant. So it's it's it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You see, and 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 it's 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 like that. You know, it it's like that. Your emotional state, as you say, is irrelevant. But we get so we get. So so mm. caught up um, mm. in the emotions. We get so caught up in the emotions, Liz. And being caught up in it, we stay there, not realizing, yeah. again, it, and, and it sounds really hard because people are like, oh, you know, how, how, how is it that, that, that God, you say God doesn't care? Once something has been done, the universal creator knows it cannot be undone. And so and the I name think, of the game is, where do you want to go from here? And I think the other thing is that, you know, the, the um, your deity or, you know, the universal consciousness, they're in the now. They're in the Hello. now. They're in the, sec- they're in the second. So what happens Hello. before is actually irrelevant. What, whatever irrelevant. It is that you would, whatever it is that you were trying to achieve for this, the process, the step has already been taken as far as universal consciousness is concerned, it's already taken and it's done. It's finished. It's finished with that. And it's on to the next thing. It's on to your next thought. So, you know, whatever your next thought is, that's what it's going to be on. That's, that's what it's going to be on. That's what it's going to be trying to achieve for you. And that's why, that's why it's hard 
It, I mean, it's hard. I, mean, I know it's hard for me. It I'm is. pretty sure it's hard for memory, but for Wendy as well, you know, to keep your thoughts it in is. check. It really is. It is. Because one of the things you were saying, you know, about the heinous things that that happen to people, um, and they do happen, and and it's like, and one of the things you said, you know, it sounds really cold, but you know, after sort of like you've had your emotional healing. If you choose to, you can actually see this situation, look at the situation, and find the link to what happened to you, link it to what it is that you are wanting. And you will find there is a correlation between what happened and what it is you you were trying to achieve at that particular moment in time. And after you've had your healing, you can actually find that you'll actually find that whatever happened was part of the process. And as you said a little while ago, Wendy, you know, you can sit on that. You can sit on that and not move, right? Because I, I know there are some really, really awful things that have happened to people. But in many ways, and it sounds sort of like oxymoronic, it sounds like a contradiction in terms, in many ways it can actually be a blessing the best exactly it can be such exactly. a blessing you know like the, you know like the saying tough love kind of thing yeah it, it, it's it's yeah. a little it's a little bit it's a little bit like that because whatever it is that you're trying to achieve the universe or your deity is going to find the most expedient way expedient way to come get on there and if you know sometimes sometimes and you see the thing is what happens like the heinous things that can happen um on a spiritual level because the emotion isn't there it's just a scenario but for us we have the emotional emotion outpouring and everything but on a spiritual level it's just the next step it's just a process to get you to where it is mm-hmm. that you that you said you wanted mm-hmm. to be. And, and it, it is, it, it, is, it, is it, sorry, it's a blessing. It's just, sometimes it takes a re- it can take years. It can take years for you to get to there. see the blessing. Yeah. And 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 again, as you say, it can t- it can take years, and or, and or not, that is dependent on you. That's dependent on you and how you actually choose to view the situation, how you choose to actually, um, how you choose to uh, incorporate the situation into your life. Again, as I've said on many shows or we've said on many shows, your emotions are literally flags that are telling you something. Uh, sorry, and can I also say, um, you know, when something really bad happens to people, um, a lot of people, it's like they think, oh, um, it ha- one, one, it happened to me, and it happened to me because I'm a bad person. And, and honestly, it. it has it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. To do with that. If any- if anything, I think the more heinous the thing, the thing is that's happened is yeah. the more closer you are to your spirituality. Because yeah. um, it's like, well, 
it, it, it's, it, I suppose it's a bit like a two by four, isn't it? You know, it's a capa- it has yeah, a capacity factor. It, you know, it, and it, it's like it's go, go. No, go ahead, Liz. It has the power factor. Go ahead. Yeah, because you are so sort of like close to, I suppose, a pivotal point in your spirituality or in connecting with your spirituality to get what it is that you actually want. The experience is, I suppose, it's harder for us, as I said before, because we're emotional beings. But as far as I think as a unit on a universal level, it's just an incident that happens to get you from A to B. But I do believe mm-hmm. when things like that happen, it's, it's usually a pivotal point in our lives. And at that particular moment in time, there is a direct, direct link between what we're going through and what it is that we want to achieve. And it's just seeing that message and trying to link in, link in the two to find the blessing in, in what it is, in whatever has happened. Because there will, there will be. I know it sounds crazy because, you know, there are a lot of really, really heinous things that happen to people. But there is usually, there's, there's definitely a reason for it. And the re- because you're the common denominator in all the scenarios, Amen. everyone that you met along the way, everyone that you met after, you know, everyone that you meet five years time, you're the common denominator. So it's manifested through you for a specific for you. reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know, when things happen to people, um, that as Olivia said, I mean, the the atrocities when they happen, sometimes this is your version of a near-death experience. And it's your version of, as Olivia said, um, you know, it's your two-by-four. It's your your wake-up call. It's your um, jolt to say that there's this pathway, that pathway, that pathway. It's like, which one are you going to take? And Truth be told, you don't have to take any. That's truth be told. But if it has happened to you, believe me, it has happened for you. And you get to choose. As we, I mean, I say this all the time, and I, I truly do believe this. You get to choose, and this is from personal experience, you get to choose whether you want to be a victim or a victor in your life. You see, it's, yeah, go no, go ahead, Liz. No, I, I was going to say it's a shame. I, from my perspective, and I could be wrong, but it's a shame. I think when someone um, decides to sort of like stay in that scenario, you know, to to, to sort of like just yes. stay in that sort of like a, a mind frame. And I know it's, I know, I know it's hard to get out of it, but. It, I mean, the thing to think about is what I said before, is that at that particular moment in time, you're actually more spiritual, most probably, than you've ever been in your life. Been in, in your life, yes. You have a closer connection with whomever your deity is, and or not, because there are people who, who don't have a deity, but they understand universal consciousness. So whatever it is, whoever it is, whatever it is, you have a closer relationship then. And that's when to, to continue in that vein. But again, we definitely are dramatic. Mm. 
we we are definitely dramatic beings beings we really are um we 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 really are and again we have our emotions because literally they are flags they tell us stuff and we get stuck in the stuff instead of taking the stuff and moving forward instead of using it for what it is showing us we use it as as a crutch we use it as a as a modality to to hold us in place you know um for for a variety of reasons you see with what olivia was was saying for me also in that your circumstance is created by you your circumstance is created by you your circumstance doesn't create you you create the circumstances of your life that's what you do we do not or should I say we are not created by our circumstance we create the circumstances that we live we live in so whatever's going on for you you have created this Please don't send me no poison emails and all of that because but, I ain't but creating we, that. But the thing is, we create it, but we create it for our good, not for not for not to our detriment. Exactly, it, and it's and it's been able to see that. That I mean, that's the crux of the matter. As as we keep going back to, we're really emotional, and we tend to stick it. It. it a lot of times it's easier for us to hold on to the bad stuff that has of happened course. rather than the good. Of but of course. To be to be able to see it as something I mean it's it takes time. As I said, it can take it can take years, it can take decades. And as Wendy said, it sometimes it never happens. But if you can get to the point where you can see that you kind of you kind of made that experience so that you could actually get to where it is that you want to go. And as I said before, there is a blessing in it. There really is. It's just there always being, it yeah. being in the mind frame where you've got to that point where you can actually see it. Abundance is both poverty and wealth. Abundance is sickness and health. Abundance is hate and love. Abundance is any of the opposites. Abundance is wet or dry. Abundance is hungry or, or, or fed or satiated or whatever the word is. Abundance is the two extremes. Abundance is how much you have of whatever it is that you are saying that you want. Abundance is about the amount of things or the amount of stuff that you have. Not it's about the things that you want in life. So guys, you can be abundantly poor or abundantly healthy, abundantly unhealthy, or abundantly rich. Your state of being dictates the state 
of, excuse me, your state of mind dictates the state of being, which dictates the state of your abundance. So your state of being is what? Look at your life. Look at your life. What is abundantly clear in your life? What do you have plenty of going on in your life? If it's drama, then perhaps you need to check your emotional self. Perhaps you need to look at your emotional self and see what it is that you are trying to show you. To look at what's going on for you. Poverty, if it's health, you need to look at it because people are always looking for a saviour and as Neville Goddard says, and for me this is so true, the saviour, the thing that you are looking to save you is in the centre point of the problem that you are trying to be saved from. So can you experience more abundance in your life? Sure you can. Sure you can. You need to understand that abundance isn't just about money. Abundance is, the universal law of abundance speaks of plenty, copious amounts. It doesn't care whether that's lack, limitation, or unlimitedness, or if that's the word, I said that before, or whether it's unlimited, or whether it's money. The universal law of abundance is about plenty, and your life being plentiful. You get to dictate whether it's plentiful in the way you want, or the way in which you don't want. And you do that through your state of mind. You do that through your state of mind. So, guys, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Don't um, be governed by your circumstance. Uh, well, you can't really. You, 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 you create your circumstance. Recreate your life. You need to know what you want. You need to talk to yourself. You need to stop saying yes and or no when in reality you don't want to. If you want to do something different, you should do. You know how many people live, I have witnessed, go down a pathway when their career, well, no, I take that back, when their purpose, for me, and I see it, it's stamped, but it's not for me to call, but when their purpose is pulling them in a direction, but because their family don't understand or because their spouse doesn't understand, or because society doesn't understand, they don't do it. You know, where would we be if the Egyptians hadn't created electricity? Because believe me, they had power plants. Contrary to what history tells you, this wasn't just about Edison. Where would we be if, again, in Egypt, they didn't already use steam. Steam as a form of, uh, 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 to, to move things, as a form of locomotion. Where, where would we be if, 
you know, whoever came up with that didn't go out there on a limb and say, hey, we can do this. No, I can do this, you know, and be told, okay, if, if, you, if, if you fail, you'll be thrown into the fiery pit, <laughs> you know. Um, and now you know you can't fail because that's not a choice that you want. You're not choosing it. So, you know, where, where, where would we be if um, Marie Curie didn't do what she did and Louis Pasteur didn't do what he did and, you know, sort of like antibiotics and all this, where would we be when people told them no? That, that's not that, that tough. You know, the telephone, no, that, what? Mr. Bell, please. Mr. Bell, please. You know, all the Wright brothers flying and what, what, what? Please, where would I, we I was, be? I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about. I can't. It was one of the audio books. I can't remember which one it was. I'm trying to talk and think about exactly what he said. But he's talking about Ford, Henry Ford, and um, mm-hmm. he, I think he said something like, um, "If Henry Ford was saying, you know, if I let people stop me from doing what I wanted to do." All people would have wanted was would be faster horses. Exactly. Funny you should say that. I was thinking about <laughs> thinking about that earlier. But um, yes, literally, I was thinking about that earlier. Um, but yes, and he's right. All people would have wanted would be faster horses, not realizing you can get horsepower out of a totally different uh, mechanism, mm. or use term horsepower. For a totally different mechanism. So yeah, 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 guys. Uh, you want something different in your life. You want you want to live a more abundant life and recognize that um, abundance isn't just one thing or another. You don't trade off. You can have it all. Whoever told you you couldn't, them lie. Hmm. So you can you can you can you can have it all. You can have it all, and you don't have to sacrifice something for another thing and it's not greedy how can it be greedy when when you have an infinite supply with your name on it you didn't come here without having tools and finances and port and all you came here with a full entourage you might not know this but you came here with a full entourage who are there to assist and support you you have to ask for it. If you don't ask, you're not going to get it. Because this particular existence that we are in, it's about choice, darling. It's about choice. And you need to choose. It's about choice. So choose you this day what it is that you want to be or want to experience in abundance. So, guys, I hope this has been helpful to you. And, of course, Liv, thank you, my darling. Love you, sis. Oh, and to my sister Joan, I forgot to say this at the top of the hour. Um, Happy birthday, old bean. Um, (laughs) It's a birthday today. So, to Joan, happy birthday, old bean. And, yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. You've been listening to an episode of My Life, My Choice. We've been talking about can I experience more abundance in my life? Yes, you can. Um, my co-host has been Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. Her, I won't repeat it. You heard her. That's her from London in the UK. That be Olivia. 
massively. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm yours truly, uh, Dr. Wendy Dearborn here in Las Vegas. So guys, until next time, um, yeah, peace. Have a wonderful, have a wonderful week. Make your life more abundant in the ways in which you want it. And until next time, guys, love you guys. Love you, sis. Peace. Love you, Johnny. All right, then. Bye. Bye, guys. And we're going out with Bob Marley, the cap fit. Make it, make you weary. Man to man is so unjust. Children.